and welcome back. This is Oopsie Daisy. I'm Ashley. And I am Vanessa. Alright, so um, before we start with today's episode discussion, I forgot to mention last podcast that it was Michael's birthday on January 15th. And we literally did the podcast like the day after his birthday. <laughs> How old is he now? Like 30? 32... 31, 32, let me look at What year is he born? 87. Okay, so he's older than my sister then, because she's 30. So that's why I was like, what are we going off by? Yeah, so he's 32. He's 32, yeah. What an old man. Mm-hmm. Then we're not really that young either. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I like to pretend that I am, but... Same. I, I still think I'm, like, 10 in my mind. Well, in my mind, I'm, like, at least, like, 22, maybe. No, I'm, like, 10. I still I'm want... Like a couple I, off. I You're, still, like, a whole decade or something. <laughs> I still try to watch Boy Meets World on a daily, okay? Hey, Boy Meets World is on a kiddie show, okay? It's iconic, Meets- and I love yes. it. That's... I forgot to mention that last podcast. Also, Vanessa, you have something to share with... Yeah, um, I was just searching up our podcast like online just for the hell of it just wanted to see what what was going on for it and uh i stumbled upon the page on like itunes store and everything and what got me laughing really hard was that there's a parental warning (laughs) it's like viewer discretion advised on it and i'm like what what (laughs) and then i remembered i just swear no matter like 10 million times in a video and i'm like yep that that'll do it (laughs) well you know uh, a show uh, a podcast about a family show from like a a decade ago it's just so edgy (laughs) yeah like i just here it is yeah it's like parental advisory explicit content and i'm like oh my god i'm like there's no new what are we talking about yeah i was like what have I said? And I'm like, oh no, it's just me constantly throwing down the F-bomb 24-7. And also, um, for the Apple podcast, those are the what leading for the views, right? Yeah, now like the most listens now is Apple podcast, so... That's just so bizarre Ooh. to me. It's popular. Yeah. Uh, like, also, for the last podcast, we wanted to start off the new year, like... With a really cool, like, intro, because when we first started, we were like, oh, you know, we need a really cool intro, like, something that kind of is upbeat, like, Life with Derek's, like, theme song, but, like, something, obviously, not exactly like it. And we found but one. We did find one, and it was, like, perfect. Um, and it was, like, a royalty-free, like, all that and everything, except... It said no podcasts like what like why what does this guy have against podcasts? fuck ben sound and his hate <laughs> for podcasts like go on there i bet you if you go to like ben sounds website and just go through his like music you'll be able to find it and be like this is it this is the one this is the one they wanted and we can't take it so we're turning to you the listeners yeah if any of you at least know a good site that like gives free music or if any of you like can make music i mean we would totally be down for using it and we would obviously give you credit yeah like i can't use garage band to save my life (laughs) so that went out the window real fast so if any of you know i can't (laughs) if any of you know garage band and want to make yeah, it doesn't even have to be anything fancy just garage band like i don't have a mac so i can't do it i mean i have Plus, a mac i'm just 
<laughs> dumb. Uh, so yeah, if you want to take on the challenge and be part of the podcast, please make us an intro. We'd be super happy. It could just be a, like instrumental too. Like you don't have to like sing or anything. Like it could be very basic. Yeah. All right. So today's episode that we are talking about is Baybreeder. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. It's just the biggest Tomb Raider ripoff. I'm pretty sure they're playing Tomb Raider and saying it's Baybreeder. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get to that in a minute. But um, so this episode, for those of you who may forget or do not know, which if you're, if you're listening to this, you have to know what Bay Raider is. But so the summary for this episode is Casey notices Derek and Edwin playing a sexist video game, Bay Raider, and immediately launches a campaign against the sexist attitudes in the house. Alright, so it starts out with Derek and Edwin playing Babe Raider in the living room while Casey is trying to study or do a um, a project. And like you said, it's a total Tomb Raider, like, ripoff. No, it's literally like way- probably just Tomb Raider, and they're like, it's <laughs> let's make a new case for this game it's and Babe call Raider. it Babe Raider. And I'm like, ugh. Like, I, I just know the basics of Tomb Raider, but from those basics... Just how she's dressed and everything is Tomb Raider, no doubt. Yeah, no, it's it's gone along, it's come a long way for it. Like when it first was released, it was like triangular boobs <laughs> because they couldn't do like round shapes, and it's come a long way to now where it's actually realistic and it's like cool. But na- then, like when they're playing, it was at that point where it was like she's gonna need back surgery. But also. They were pl- both Edwin and Derek were playing. Okay, I don't see how there's a two-player like way to play this. There isn't. You only it- see one person, <laughs> like Avatar, playing, but they're both there on the couch, just like. You know what it is? It reminds me of that. Like I don't even know. It's like always like a meme or something. It's like when you're like your little sibling wants to play too, so you just give them a random controller. <laughs> And it makes they think they're playing. I used to do that. I used yeah. to do that. <laughs> Derek was pulling that. <laughs> when Edwin, he should be old enough. He was, At least when I did it to my brother, he was like five. And I'm like, see, like it was like a football game and he would want to play. Okay. And I was like, here, I, you play. And I pretend he's the other team. Or like, he, I, pl- I pretend he's on my team so that like whoever I was giving it to, the, to like throwing the ball to, that was automatically him. That's funny. <laughs> but but, no, but was... De- Edwin's Deadwin. Again, why? Edwin. <laughs> it's the new thing, guys. Deadwin. Edwin, you should be old enough to realize that. But anyway, so yeah, we're, we're already picking on the Bay Raider game for not even the reasons Casey is, but... <laughs> Because I'm a gamer, all right? Yeah. But anyway, Casey is, like, complaining to Derek and Edwin because they're making, you know, noise. And it's like, Casey, they're downstairs. Why don't you just go to your freaking room? I mean, if you really want peace and quiet, just go to your room. But she doesn't. No. She ain't smart. We know this. Um, And she goes to where they are playing, and she's all, like, appalled. Well, she doesn't go until they're, like, engaging butt cam. (laughs) She's like, what the fuck? What? It's it's Bionic Woman, and she has a butt cam. (laughs) This game is, like, really, like... (laughs) Just what they say about it, because, like, all you see on the screen is just, like, her running through tombs. And she's like, (laughs) 
here I come, boys. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? <laughs> so a bad There's game. one of the most bad, like, voiceovers for it. Voice acting is atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Casey starts complaining about it when she sees the game. Because she says the character's all chest and legs, and how the clothes are skin tight, and they, you know, just can't be comfortable. And then Derek makes this remark, like, I know she should take it off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This this is the family show, right? That kids are supposed to be This is why <laughs> our podcast we, We're is explicit, explicit because Life with Derek should have been. <laughs> Rated M. Casey then figures out that her project will be on sexist games and why they should be banned. I mean, the whole ban part, okay, like, that's over the top, but sexist games, yes, I agree with that, 100%. Mm-hmm. Just because you could be playing a medieval game, and they design boob armor. Everything's over-exaggerated for no reason. They design boob armor. There's no <laughs> such thing. There was a huge thing about it. Wait, no, because Derek actually says that, because he's like, oh, someone is just jealous of someone else's double D yeah, body armor. <laughs> and it's, like, a huge thing for video gamers, though, because guys are like that's the woman's armor they need to have that boob armor so their boobs can like be comfortable and then they released a game this year where she the woman was wearing normal men's armor and they're like that's super uncomfortable she needs the boob armor (laughs) we're like really that's what you're gonna go with okay cool no no yeah no it's (laughs) no it's just because it's also like one it's because they're you know, they are sexist. Two, it's just, they're so ignorant Oh yeah, and clueless. it's too funny. Like, I feel like some of them do genuinely believe, like, no, they need that, like, form so that no. it's more comfortable. But it's just like, no, no why? Like, if you have a huge gut... <laughs> Like some yeah. of these guys do. Like, do you need armor? A, um, a shield a for that armor? armor? <laughs> do you need that, like, other, like... <laughs> I'm just trying to picture an exactly. Like there is no such thing. That's why I agree with her, like her project, because it's an actual issue in the video game industry. It's still an issue. Ten years, ten almost. Oh yeah, ten and a half years later. It 100 percent is. You can go. It's all over Tumblr. Like you see it, no matter what. Yeah. So I mean, it's still relevant today. That's so. Then Casey, it cuts to her in her room and she's playing another video game but it's like volleyball yeah and again how's your back not broken (laughs) and she's not even playing it looks like she's just watching it and i'm like what is happening like lizzie comes in and she's like ew what are you playing and now (laughs) i I honestly think it was that bad like it's not for that it's not like she was like wearing nothing i mean obviously her stomach was like exposed and she had like a huge chest but especially for like the video game quality back then like you know what (laughs) these 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 characters don't look like actual like people they don't like what what warrants that like response is how casey answers the phone because that is cringeworthy and going, Ugh. So then, like, right after that, right after Lizzie comes in, um, the phone rings, and it's Sam on the phone asking for Derek. And, oh, 
my gosh. So Casey is just all giggly and cringy. And I guess, you know, Sam asked, like, oh, where's Derek? And she's like, I can't keep track of him. I can barely keep track of myself sometimes. You know what was missing from that whole dialogue? Was her either curling her finger in, like, the phone cord or, like, her hair. <laughs> That's, like, the typical <laughs> response for that. Really? And then she even giggles, like, mm. It's like, and Lizzie even rolls her eye. Classic Lizzie. <laughs> At dinner, apparently their new male person is a chick. The chicken? <laughs> That's how Derek says it, or Edwin. And then Marty thinks that that means that the mailman is a chicken. <laughs> Marty was so cute when she said that, though. <laughs> She's like, our mailman's a chicken? I mean, or something like that. She's always doing something like that, and it reminds me of the vine where the girl is like, look at chickens <laughs> then Nora was like no they mean like she's a woman basically and Casey goes on a, like a tirade of like you know they should be calling her like a woman they should be calling her a chick and like what's wrong with her being a woman and of course Derek's like nothing especially since she's a hottie Ugh, he's so cringed <laughs> I know. It's like, because, like, I don't know about you, but, like, me, I don't generally say things like that. I, it's a different time. Like, just, like, out loud like that and just... Like, when ugh. something's completely out of time like that, like, this whole dialogue is, taking a book, <laughs> a page out of my sister's book and saying it's the 80s, <laughs> like, it's something they did back then, like, get over it kind of thing, but, like, it's so hard to, because it's so cringeworthy. Like, Derek is so cringeworthy with his lines in this episode episode mm-hmm. and it's like oh yeah she's a hottie and then edwin is like awkwardly agreeing and it makes <laughs> me like uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> i know you're so young man and he's like I oh know. yeah i'm just like no 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 stop it young child <laughs> this is why we're explicit exactly why we're <laughs> so bad <laughs> Oh, like, it's already bad enough with Derek. We don't need you along with it, Edwin, you know? Okay? It's so bad when they're playing, though, and they're like, butt cam. He's like, yeah! I know, yeah! <laughs> oh. It's like, literally. <laughs> so bad. Going back to... Oh, okay. And then, during this whole exchange, uh, Derek brings up the fact that Casey has been there for a semester. Like, I thought she was there for a semester, but he was like, you're only there for three months. So I'm like hella confused about that. So either that the production order we've been going in is not right and the website lied to us, which is always very possible, or two, the their semesters are not like two semesters, maybe they're like three or four in a year for them. Possibly. Or the writing's off, which is 100% possible. That's true too. The writing just could be off. Whatever. Oh, Casey's like, um, I've been thinking. And Derek just like rolls his eyes like, here we go. Because I can only imagine how many times a day Casey says something like that. Probably like on the hour, every hour, you can tell time by it. <laughs> so Casey's like, you know, the household needs to be more sensitive to women. And it flashbacks to a scene with Marty coming out of the bathroom saying the toilet seat was left up and she fell in. I've done that before. Oh, yeah. I think everyone. <laughs> it's scary, especially when you're like half asleep. It is asleep. because you're you're just like ready to hit the the seat and all of a sudden you just keep going. And you hit like water. That, like, for like that, not even like, you know, an inch or so left. Like it's not even that 
big of a difference, but then it's like, oh. Yeah, and especially when you're half asleep. Oh, yeah, And then it's like the worst thing ever. Then you're like, ass is in the water, and you're like, (laughs) oh, no. (laughs) Um, And then apparently they sit on them to get what they want, and it shows Edwin sitting on Lizzie so he can watch TV. And it only made me think that if ever, if Derek ever did that to Casey, which I wouldn't doubt if he did or not. Mm-hmm. And what she find, and what Casey finds most offensive that they do in the household is the sexist portrayals of women that are allowed in the house. And so she has written a whole list of things that she finds offensive, of course, because uh, this is Casey. What didn't she not have a list of? Because she's dramatic AF. <laughs> And it's the it's the feminist manifesto. Okay, isn't a manifesto always something like serial killers have? <laughs> like that's what came to my we mind. We gotta put that in your notes. I know that's why I said it. <laughs> Let me write that down. Where's my pen? Casey writing manifestos like a serial killer. <laughs> writing. Cause you got you got to prepare your TED talk, Vanessa. No, that's why I'm like going through these episodes and finding stuff. <laughs> if you guys are just tuning in or don't remember, I'm preparing a TED talk to why I think Casey is a sociopath. I have some things, but I need more evidence, and I want Ashley Leggett to like be on this episode. <laughs> you said we sent out something to Ashley on Twitter and she never responded back to that. But no, when I asked her about a hockey question, she was like on top of that in a second. Yeah, maybe you have to send it out to her. Maybe because we're you're, best obviously because you're BFFs. Yeah. <laughs> I would bring that up 100%, by the way. <laughs> so they said, like, you know, uh, Nora's like, and we're all feminists here, right? And she looks to George, and George's like, of course we are. And Derek's like, we can't be feminists, we're guys. Okay, I'm going to stop you right here. The way he acts in that moment, I'm like, oh, he's one of those meninists, isn't he? <laughs> That's the first thing. Well, I think we could all agree that Derek, especially in the first like season or so, is definitely one of them. He's one of those guys. Yeah, I mean... Uh... I hate That's it. That's the way he acts in this episode, and like, you know, a couple others especially, you're just like, ugh, Derek... <laughs> mm-hmm. Casey's like feminism is for everyone, even those uninvolved, unevolved, um, or something. And then Edwin says he doesn't want to be evolved. <laughs> oh God! And this is where Derek calls the manifesto the womanifesto. What a meninist thing to do! <laughs> and basically, George uh, succumbs to Nora's stare and agrees that he and the boys uh, will follow Casey's manifesto. Okay, so it then it cuts to the kitchen with George, Derek, and Edwin, and they are reading the manifesto. George says that the the stuff on the list is you know reasonable, and you know the boys are like, we're not actually going to do this, are we? And and George is you know like, oh come on guys, just you know do it. He's like, the marriage is still new, and then he wants Nora to see that they're all in this together. Also, when he's saying this though, he doesn't say Nora. I swear he says new mom. I don't recall. I watched it, like, at 1 a.m. And he says, like, he's like, you know, the marriage is still new, and he's like, and, you know, he want, I want your new mom to see that we're all in this together. I swear he says new mom. I mean, it's possible. And if he does, I don't know. It's just, like, I understand you want to show that this family is, like, 
joined and together. But it's just they still have a mom. And from what we see in like a season or so, she's not necessarily a bad mom. He makes it sound like she's dead. <laughs> I know. Maybe she was dead in the beginning. <laughs> and then they'd randomly decided that she was risen from the dead. I, I don't know. Because they never really say anything. They just, they never even like talk about her up until like they introduce her. I feel did like. They, did they ever say why they divorced? No, I don't think so. I've like all I have in my mind is like stuff I've read. So I'm like, right. what is and like proof? either either Abby is like a total bitch, and like she didn't want kids. She wanted to be career driven, and like basically she hates Derek. Like that's like always like a, a fanfic trope. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> or what's she's true. dead. I have no idea. And I think because they didn't introduce her until season three, a lot of that fanfic stuff was what people went with. So, but anyway, um, I just still think that's weird. Like, you know, they barely know Nora, and as much as they like her, I wouldn't really consider, like, at least put that on his boys to be like, this is your new mom. Like, no, like, she's just this, like, figure that, you know, is in that place, but not necessarily have to be your mom. True. And so, to get the boys to comply, George asks them, like, oh, what do you want? And then he gives, he promises Edwin some computer thing. And then Derek's like, oh, you, I can't be bought. <laughs> you can't be bought. Which is such a lie. <laughs> but, like, anyone can be bought. I can be bought with food, so. <laughs> <laughs> then Derek's, you know, he, he says he can't be bought. So then George threatens Derek that he won't be able to use George's car to drive when he's 16. So he has to go along with this or he can't do that when he's 16. Um, so the rule number one of the manifesto is no playing vibrator in the house. And Edwin immediately asked, does the garage count as the house? Well, luckily number two on the manifesto is the garage counts as the house. <laughs> I think that should be more like 1A. Yeah, probably, but... <laughs> like, because that doesn't really sound like a rule. Like... It to be fair, like it'd be really cold. Like imagine playing that out there, you'd be freezing. We used to keep our sodas in the garage because it would get so cold and it would be just like the refrigerator. And then sometimes during the winter the some of the things would explode because it would get so cold. But yeah, garages get really cold. Yeah. So, and then Derek exclaims after he reads number three that he will not do that one. And then it cuts to Derek's room where Derek is trying to prevent George from taking down this one poster of his. George's line is like the best line. <laughs> I know. And then uh, number three of the manifesto is apparently it requires Derek to take down all like his bikini, bikini model posters on his wall. Like, he has to take down degrading images or something like that. And George, he tells Derek, like, Derek, I agree. There's no greater contribution to the culture than the modern thong. (laughs) But the thong must come off the wall. (laughs) It's the best line. (laughs) Just the way he says it, though. It's just like, it really, mm, he really knocked that out of the park. True. But um, but Derek argues that it is his room, 
Nora and Casey, they shouldn't be able to just throw out his stuff. Did you Which, have obscene pictures of, like, men on your wall? <laughs> <laughs> no, not, like, I don't think so. Let's not, let's, I know about your flash posters. I know about this. Well, you know what? I had a, I had a wrestling phase. Okay. So all those guys are sure. <laughs> but, like, I know about your shrine to Grant. Do what? Your shrine to Grant. I don't have a shrine to Grant. Or do you? <laughs> no, I don't. That's what they all say. I don't have a shrine to Grant. I have, like, I have a superhero wall, so he's on there, like, twice. But shut up, Vanessa. <laughs> no, but in, he's not, like, shirtless in any of them. <laughs> Okay. Okay. But well, like, and I, but I, I, someone who loves posters on my wall. So like, I get what Derek's saying. Like, it's his room. He should be able to express himself in the way he wants to be. So like, and I did have, I went through a Nick Jonas phase where like most of my wall was Nick Jonas. But again, they weren't, they weren't shirtless. You're one of those people. <laughs> I like never really had posters on my wall. Oh, yeah, I love posters. Like, they at one really point, easily. my whole room was filled with posters. Not Dope. so much anymore. I just have, like, a wall dedicated to the posters. Anyway, so George ensures Derek that he's not throwing it out. He's just throwing it away until this blows over. Um, but then Nora comes in telling George that, you know, she had to throw out his automotive magazines since they were, like, draped with, like, these women with you know, almost no clothes on. And George is like, but why? Like, they had some really good articles in it. <laughs> and I feel like that's also why, like, that's the excuse that a lot of guys give for those kind of things. Like, oh, the articles are really good in it. Like, uh, I think that I heard that excuse for, like, Playboy. That it's, like, all, like, good articles and everything. I didn't even know they had articles for the longest time. <laughs> I mean, I, I still didn't know. How old were you when you uh, found out about this? The age of today. Oh, when you found out Playboy had articles. Yeah. George says, like, oh, but it has really good articles. And Nora, she's like, but you don't know anything about cars. Exactly. And George's like, exactly. That's why I need the article. <laughs> Nora should just, like, go in and, like, um, cut out all the articles and then just give them to George. Be like, here, I saved all the articles. That reminds me of the Malcolm in the Middle thing when the mom, like, cut out all the women's heads of the Playboy <laughs> magazines and put her heads on them and then the kids <laughs> wouldn't open them. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh my gosh. It's like, you won't be looking in these anymore. Not, ne I would say if Casey did that to Derek, I don't think it would backfire as what she would hope. Oh no, it would it would fire. <laughs> it would be straight it up fire. fire. It would be straight up fire for Derek. Oh god, thanks. So Nora ends up taking the posters instead of George. So there's a pretty good likelihood that a lot of his stuff got trashed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Derek tells George that they are not real men, since real men wouldn't let this happen. Men and news! <laughs> um, and again, he's trying to manipulate his father. Just like he did in that episode where the girls were adding their women's touch to things. Mm -hmm. Like, he did the same thing to George then. So Sam is over in Derek's room, 
and Sam suggests that they play Bayrider. But Derek, you know, he's complaining about the manifesto and saying, like, they can't because Casey, like, has banned basically anything degrading of women. Then De- then Sam's like, okay, well, can I have a snack then? And so Derek's like, yeah, yeah, go get it. And the one thing that I find funny in this exchange is that he asked Derek if he wants a snack, like, if he wants anything too. And then Derek responds back, yeah, I want my posters back. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so butthurt. <laughs> yeah. I think it wouldn't be bad if it was just, like, Nora took them down, but it's because Casey kind of forced him to. That's why he's super butthurt about it. Yeah, I think if Nora had come up with this on her own, and she was the one that's like, hey, we should probably take these down, I don't think he'd be resisting as much. But because it stemmed exactly from Casey and this manifesto, he's really clashing against it. So anyway, Sam and Casey meet in the hallway outside of Derek's room. And Casey sees that Sam has her manifesto in his hand. And she tells him that, yeah, I know, it's kind of silly. She does such a 180, though, like... Well, that's the thing. Like, she just... She, she doesn't really become herself when she's with Sam. Yeah, no, it's like, this she's is important. She's kind of wishy-washy. She's very then, wishy-washy. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's just stupid, I know. And I'm like, bitch, you were just preaching this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and then Sam reassures her that... That it's not silly and that he thinks it's pretty cool. He has three sisters and they're all into the feminist stuff too. And so Casey asks if he believes in it then, you know, feminism. And he says he doesn't mind it, but to not let Derek know he thinks that. Well. Uh, Sam, 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 Sam. I know, it's great, right? Sam's not that great of a, <laughs> of, like, he's, he's kind of fake in a way. He like, is. He's not going to be and I, I know that's all like peer pressure and everything but it's just like own up to it man so then they end the conversation with sam's like i have to go raid your refrigerator <laughs> and then casey's like raid away <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb i can't this shit's so cringeworthy these lines and the pain and suffering for us, please. <laughs> yeah, and then it shows kind of like Casey is even more like enamored by like Sam. So I never like Sam as a love interest. Same. So, <laughs> so when the the cuts to the kitchen with Derek, Edwin, and Nora, and Derek says he needs to talk to Nora, and he really like goes in on his dad because she's like, "Oh, you sound just like your dad." And he's like, "Yeah, but I'm not a pushover like." <laughs> Oh, man. That's the which, shit that gets George you in trouble. Which George is a pushover for sure, but... It's some, like, shit's gonna get you in trouble when you say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Derek, you know, is complaining about the feminism thing. Say it's not fair for him to have to take down his favorite posters. Nora is like, those women were half naked. And he's like, but art galleries are filled with pictures of fully naked women. Dude, really? Let's go! <laughs> Edwin... So bad. He he sounds very like worse than Derek half the time in this episode. I know he does. That's that's what's so scary. It's bad. He's too. Stop it. Like he's been so badly influenced by Derek. It's just it's ugh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Derek's making a point and then Edmund's just like getting all creepo with it. He's yep. just like Phew. It's like, dude, you're gonna go to an art museum just to stare at these pictures. Like not in just, like, the way that, like, you know, it's like, oh, yes, that's a very beautiful picture. It's, like, just zoning in. On the right nip. In. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. 
They creepy as fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> they creepy AF. Um, <laughs> Nora tries to tell the boys that feminism isn't about men losing power, it's about equality. So Nora offers to give Derek the feminine mystique to read to help him understand. And Derek agrees and asks what else he can do for the cause. And of course, Nora is just like, oh, you can, you know, do the dishes and clean up the kitchen. And of course, you know, Derek tries to immediately hand off that responsibility to Edwin. But I do love what Edwin says next because I just find it funny. Uh, Derek's like, you know, Edwin, just do it. And then Edwin's like, you can't tell me what to do. You're not a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I was figuring it was that. I'm like, hey, wait for it to come back. Because I can always see it like fade to light blue instead of being the darker purple. And I'm like, oh, it's cut her out again. Let's wait for it to come back. <laughs> A lot so, of technical difficulties this podcast. Yeah, so sorry about that. If it sounds even weirder than usual. <laughs> yeah. So um, Casey, who has been listening to the whole conversation from the dining room, she marches in saying, some guys don't mock feminism. Some guys believe in it. <laughs> and, you know, Derek says he doesn't know of any. And, okay, Casey completely rats out Sam. Oh, yeah, she totally 100%. He's like, don't say anything. She's like, I won't. Sam's a feminist. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, yeah, like, you know, after he just said, like, oh, don't tell Derek, she's just like, oh, Sam loves feminism. (laughs) Yeah. Saying he wouldn't degrade women by putting up posters and playing Babe Raider. Go to the living room now. Derek shows Casey that Sam not only plays Babe Raider, but that he has the high score, making him the king of babes. So she goes to say that Sam would never do that. But when she she says that, she says, my Sam. Uh, My Sam would never do that. (laughs) I hate it so much. And I always thought, I always thought the expression on Derek's face here is interesting because it's very small and it's not like he it really gets like a lot of tension but it's not really one of amusement or disgust it's just kind of like confused like confusement kind of like i can't really explain it but it's just like it's not the expression on his face is not something that you would think it would be like i don't, I don't know. know i don't know either yeah there's something if you watch it next you can look at it and see but anyway so sam then comes in at that point and he's sporting a Babe Raider shirt. And he says he's ready to raid some babes. Do you know what that makes it sound like? I'm going to 100% be honest here. It makes it sound like he wants to go out and rape women. <laughs> Until you said that, I hadn't really thought of that by now. <laughs> like, oh my god, that puts, a, that, puts a, that puts a really creepy, like, turn of events there. You were not feeling that creepiness at all. <laughs> I, did. I didn't think of it until you just said it now. My bad. Now it's just like he's the king of babes. <clears throat> With, yeah. Okay. So, but he isn't. This is what I don't get. So he was like over maybe the day before. Yeah, he should know that. And he, he asked can't. like, "Oh, can we play Babe Raider?" And Derek was like, "No." So he comes over to play Babe Raider. Yeah, I maybe like, not Casey was Casey. still home. Is Casey supposed to be somewhere else? Like well, it's maybe just... he thought that like because he said he was a feminist, <laughs> would let him. <laughs> Who knows? I don't. Okay, whatever. So anyway, 
And then it cuts to Casey with Paul. She's like, the real world is a sad place. It's kind of, a, of an extreme just because she found out her crush likes playing a game. But okay. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, you know. And then she's saying that, Paul, that a guy that she thought she liked likes a sexist game that she hates, that she despises, but she doesn't despise him over it, and that makes her a hypocrite. And her heart is saying one thing while her brain is saying another. Mm-hmm. And he tells her, which I think this is really solid advice here, that he can't generalize her. He can't generalize, like, Sam and basically put everyone in a box. You know? That's true. That everyone who plays this game is also this. Like, it's not black and white like that. You know, you have people who play this game who are like Derek, and then you have people who play this game who are like Sam. And it's just, like, two separate things. Play it like Sam, you mean a rapist? (laughs) 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 They're not to the extreme of either way just because you play a game. But anyway, so he even suggests that she play it to see it for herself. And it hints that Paul plays the game, which I thought was weird, but... Yeah, he was talking about the turbo level. Whatever that is. <laughs> it, maybe it's the this topless level that Derek speaks of. That's really creepy to talk about with your student. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he changed it to the turbo level. <laughs> so anyway, then it cuts to uh, Derek in his room. And he's reading stuff from the feminine mystique to someone on the phone. And Nora and Lizzie are creepily outside his room listening. And Nora feels like all accomplished because she thinks like she's made a really good impression on Derek. I when, feel like Lizzie knew that she was yeah, all shit. Yeah. Lizzie was just like, yeah, he, he, you have made no impression whatsoever. <laughs> because Derek is literally only doing this to score a date. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then we cut to, it's like in the middle of the night, and Je- uh, Deadwin, my god, why do I keep saying that? It's the new thing, Deadwin. <laughs> Edwin. It's the, most, it's the most horrible name ever. <laughs> like, you've started a ship without wanting to. <laughs> Deadwin. <laughs> so Edwin just got out of the bathroom, and Casey, like, completely, like, grabs him she like covers his mouth and like she forces him downstairs and tells him to put on Beyblader. Edwin asks why she should be allowed to play when they're not and Casey responds I'm a woman so I'm allowed to offend myself. She ain't wrong. Um it's just it's funny and then like Edwin's obviously even more confused about everything and apparently Casey has been trying to turn the game on for like an hour it's so dumb. There's a which I don't understand why it takes that long, because like it shows that she didn't even have like the game in the console. The one thing I could see maybe where she would get tripped up is like putting it on like the input on the TV. You know what I mean? Probably. But she didn't even have the game in the console, so I don't know what she was trying to do for an hour. I never know either. But Casey has Edwin teach her how to play the game, and one of the things that. That she learns while, well, you know, learning it, is that the torpedoes get shot from her breasts. It's the torpedo rockets. <laughs> is this like a Dr. Evil, like, one of the fembot things where they're, like, shooting from the breasts? Oh my god. In, in Austin Powers? Is it one of those things? <laughs> I don't know. 
But anyway, of course, then it like cuts to a scene where like Casey is so intensely into it. And this is totally Ashley Leggett. Like, yeah, because she's a gamer. She's a gamer. So she was like, yes, this is me. This is. But no, like I was watching that scene and I was like, yeah, the time you killed me in Call of Duty. <laughs> so Casey ends up loving the game. The next morning, everyone goes out for pancakes and she's alone. Um, and Sam rings the doorbell. And uh, so she she answers it in her pajamas. Classic. And um, Sam's like, oh, nice PJs. (laughs) (laughs) He comes over to play Bay Braider at their house because his sisters don't allow him to play Bay Braider in his house. So eventually they end up playing Bay Braider together. And he's just like, just when I think I have you figured out. And Casey's like, I know I'm confusing. Uh, that is the understatement of the damn year, Casey. <laughs> so Derek comes flying in, like not long after that, like interrupting a little moment between them. He's like on a sugar high or something from eating all the pancakes, whatever. Mm, pancakes. And so Sam leaves. <clears throat> but the next scene is really cringy too, because mm-hmm. Casey is dreaming, and in oh, her yeah. dream. She's, she's Babe Raider. Mm-hmm. Okay? And for how long this scene's on for, like at least half of it, she's just punching, punching and kicking, kicking in the air. <laughs> she's just going... It's like, it's all like foggy and everything in the room. It's like dark and it's just like, okay. And then you just have Sam who's just laying on the ground going... Yeah. <laughs> I like the person she beats up to save Sam is like the zombie thing. I don't know. Yeah. And then when she saves Sam, <laughs> he's like, "You're the king of babes." <laughs> and Casey's no. like, "More like the queen of babes." And puts on a crown. <laughs> I know. My gosh. I hate this show so much. And then it cuts back to her like still sleeping, and she had like this little smile on her face. It's like, oh, oh my god. The next morning in the kitchen, um, everyone is in the kitchen eating breakfast when Casey walks in and she's wearing the Babe Raider style outfit. All at once, everyone just like kind of sees her and like looks at her and Derek mouth just like opens and he, he says, ew. It's not an ew. Yeah, it, it's, it's just not all that convincing to me. <laughs> Especially since he keeps looking at her. Oh, yeah. But then, like, George, Edwin, and Derek go into the living room, and Edwin is asking about what Casey is wearing, and George is George clueless. He has no idea what's happening. And so Derek goes on this whole, like, rant. He's, like, saying that we had to throw out our offensive material, but Casey can dress in offensive material. And Edwin's saying he doesn't get feminism at all. And, I mean, it is really a complicated thing. <laughs> I mean, feminism is just equality. That's it. That, that's basically it. Like, no matter what, like in this instance, yes, Casey's wearing something that might be considered offensive, but she's wearing it. She likes what she's wearing, and she shouldn't be judged for what she's wearing. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what the big thing is, is that guys, they'll see what she's wearing and assume that she wants to be like... She's a sleut. Well, that, that she's trying to gain attention when that necessarily, that's not necessarily what she's trying to do. Mm-hmm. So Casey, then it goes to Casey at school with Emily. 
Okay, Emily's not bad this season. No, this episode, yeah, she's, she's actually, good. like, talking sense. Um, she's actually a good person. But she's totally, you know, dissing what she's wearing. <laughs> she's just like, this is more Casey than I'm used to seeing. <laughs> and, it's, like, I love how it's, like, her arms are showing and her stomach is showing. Well, yeah, like, it's just, like, she's wearing, like, a tank top. And, like, it's the it 80s. rides up a bit. It's different then. You can't be wearing anything other than your like long dress and hat. Which like the 80s. To be fair, if guys wore muscle shirts to school, like they rarely got called out. No, they don't. They I mean like they're distracting because they see a girl arm. I know, that's what it is. It's like <laughs> you can't wear that. You're distracting the guys and you're like, "Oh, I'm sorry that my shoulder is so provocative." Okay. Okay, but guys wearing it's depending on the guy obviously. But guys wearing muscle shirts too. That can be distracting. True, but you don't have you don't see anyone <laughs> saying you're distracting the women. Put some clothes on. They'd never. I remember that in school, like guys would be wearing like football guys and wrestling guys all had like jacked arms and they're wearing like mm-hmm. muscle shirts, and no one cared. It's super hot out, and then a girl's like wearing a tank top, and they're like, "Your shoulders too revealing. You're distracting mm-hmm. people." Especially because like, you see their bra strap, and it's like. I'm like, mm. <gasps> so yeah, it's it's total double standard that way. But Casey tells Emily that, you know, the outfit is empowering for her and that she changed her mind about her presentation, that she's not going to say, you know, that it should be banned and she thinks it's actually a good thing. And then this is where the famous scene, Casey walks by down the hall. She walks by Sam and Dean. What the hell? This is not supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, what? what? Oh my god! I was like, I in my head. You're like Sam and Dean. I'm like, who's Dean? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so dumb. Sam and Derek. Um. <laughs> I love how it's not written Dean anywhere either. <laughs> and you just can't read his name. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Casey walks by Sam and Derek. I almost said Dean again. What the hell? All right. And they are both looking like awestruck as she goes by. And Sam goes, dude, your stepsister is. And then Derek says, don't you dare finish that sentence. He's like, don't think what I'm thinking. Derek just totally had an awakening that 100% that his stepsister is hot and he hates himself. It's true. <laughs> um, and then Sam, at this point, lets it slip that Casey played Babe Raider. And that well, not she only... called him out. It's only fair he calls her out. Yeah, but I don't think she told Sam to not tell Derek. True. Truth. So it's not like he betrayed her trust, it's just Casey betrayed Sam's trust. <laughs> um, so and then Derek saying like no, that would be against her morals. Um, and then Sam insists that she does and that she's actually really good. So obviously Derek is pissed at this new information and he confronts Casey like he goes after her. Um and she's in this like she's in this like group uh, surrounded by guys and they're talking about the outfit when Derek comes up telling her she's a hypocrite. 
Um, Casey said, Casey admits that she was wrong about Babe Raider. And she is actually a great role model for women. But then this is when Derek reveals that there is a topless level. Mm-hmm. I doubt that would be a thing, but okay. Well, one, that that's what I'm thinking. Like, Derek now probably totally thinks of Casey for that topless level. If there <laughs> is one. That's <laughs> his dream. Her dream is, like, fighting <laughs> zombies and punching air, and his dream is topless level featuring Casey. Um, but also, I don't know if that would technically be an actual level. No, I it like, sounds I think fake, Derek but is okay. lying. Yeah. I think he's, you know, he says he's never been there, but he says that Sam has since he's that good. And he's just he's trying to discredit Sam. And he's like he's throwing Sam under the bus since he knows Casey thinks he's a saint. That is true. So it's definitely interesting that he goes about it the way he does. And then Casey starts having this realization that maybe she only wanted to think of Babe Raider as good so that she didn't have to stop liking Sam. Which, you know, I I, I wouldn't doubt that was part of the case. Because when you like someone, sometimes you start liking something that they like. Mm-hmm. But, I do, but Casey genuinely does like Babe Raider. But she's just really kind of beating up on herself about it. And here, guys, this is monumental, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna praise Emily. That's <laughs> like it never. She never gets praised. So this is like this Emily is was actually a really good friend to Casey at this point. You know, she listened to Casey's problem. She told you know Casey that she was just confused. And, you know, she didn't make it seem like that was a bad thing. And then she gave her a much-needed hug. So that's, like, now she's, like, one for 300? Yeah. (laughs) It's a one in 10 million chance of her being good. (laughs) But, so, yeah, so Emily, she did really good there. So kudos to Emily. We'll never see it again. (laughs) Well, we don't know. We have to watch the rest of the series. I'm just saying. But if it's going this way... It's she one was, in a million. She was a good friend here. Okay. So, and then it cuts to Casey in class giving her presentation. Though she's dressed differently. Where she got these clothes from, I don't know. But she's dressed differently. She's not wearing the Babe Raider outfit. And she's talking about how one look at Babe Raider. And it looks very sexist. And it gives, you know, girls impossible standards to live up to. And then, um, but also... First, like before we talk about that, she was sitting down on a desk during her presentation. She needs the height to to convey power. <laughs> but my sis, my sister, God, I can't speak today. <laughs> it's okay, Dean. You're all right. <laughs> my teacher would never allow that. Really? I would never be allowed to sit on anything really to give a presentation you would have to stand i mean true and so and then going back to the presentation she says that the the game can turn boys into drooling pigs mm-hmm. and despite all these like you know bad things about it she still loves it she says and as a girl she found it empowering you know it's about a woman who is strong and strategic and can defend herself against a threat hashtag um, tomb raider yeah <laughs> Literally Tomb Raider or Horizon Zero Dawn. 
Shit's good. Play it. <laughs> so she says then, like, so why do guys only make girls powerful if they can oogle them? Oogle. And I think that's a really good line. It's true, though. And so as she's saying the presentation, it cuts to her, you know, saying the speech to Nora and Lizzie. You and, go, sister. And as they finish, they clap, and Lizzie says that, and that is getting cringe. This show is just cringe. It's the 80s. Remember this. Times were different. <laughs> so she apparently passed around a petition to keep the games coming and the, the woman powerful, but that the guys designing them need to get real. This is still the struggle. Like, yeah, yes, it is. I would sign that petition. <laughs> and apparently only the girls in the class signed it. Of course. The guys like, want the boob we're, armor. We're, <laughs> we're all the guys in that class is complete idiots. Yeah. Like, that's just... And then you have Sam that comes up out of nowhere and is like, secretly signs it. Don't tell Derek. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, come don't tell... Again? Like, dude, grow a backbone. Like, come he's on just, now. He's ashamed of caring about women, apparently. But then, like, basically right after that, he's like, also, the Babe Raider that uh, outfit this morning. Mm. <laughs> so it's bad. like, okay, Sam. <laughs> I hate it so much. I just hate this episode. Uh, <laughs> and basically, um, it ends. That scene ends with Lizzie and Marty kind of like teasing Casey again about Sam. But then the episode ends with in Derek's room, and you know Derek's still going on about like his feminine side and. Basically tricking women into dating him because th they think he's a feminist, which, you know, great, Derek. Uh <laughs> Horrible. And you know, Edwin gets, you know, concerned that his brother, that, that the brother he knows and fears is changing on him. And Derek tells him to relax, not to worry, because he's still there. He's just covering it up, basically. And then he he lifts the poster he has his speakeasy of a poster. Yeah. Um, he lifts up a poster of like some band and it reveals the thong one. <laughs> Which he probably fished out of the garbage for. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> he is disgusting. Well, that is true. So it probably doesn't change the smell of his room. Yep. So. Alright, so that was the end of that episode. We spoke that was a, a lot. really, really long episode there was a lot to dissect in that episode like i feel like a lot of the other episodes i mean they were kind of lighter and there wasn't that much to talk about but with this one there was a lot to say that is true again like I, i'm i watch it and i'm like there wasn't really that many daisy moments no there isn't just kind of where he looks at her after seeing her in the outfits ew but besides that, they didn't even really interact that much in this episode. No, they they really don't. It's literally just him, like, pretending not to be attracted to her in her outfit. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I thought it was, again, it's like, you think one thing and then you watch it again after so many years and you're like, huh. Okay. Makes you think. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. We, we spoke a lot about this episode. Um... We did get questions, but I think we're going to save that for next time. All right. So the next episode we're going to be talking about 
next time is The Wedding. Mmm. Is that the one where What's-Her-Face is there? Vicky? Yes. The first appearance of Vicky. You mean KC 2.0? Oh. <laughs> yes. The one who plays KC in all music video gift things. The what? Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So that's the one that we're doing next. That's all for right now. Bye-bye. Peace. My butt does not hurt.